Good morning, everyone. Hello again. It's time to get in the zone with Bartow Sports Zone, your source for local coach interviews and local sports news information and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone bench warmers. Alan Sanders runs the controls back in the WBHF studios. We'll see. We'll hear from Jackson Hyde, Dave Coleman, and hopefully Brad Stevens as well this morning. So we'll check in with them just a little later on. Today, we'll visit with our local high school swim coaches and some wrestling coaches to talk about some big events that are coming up for our local teams tomorrow. And then the BSC Benchwarmers will hit on a variety of topics, including the NFL playoffs, the Hawks, some college basketball on the men's side, and the college football playoffs and the title game. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Bartow Sports Hub. We hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours as we have some fun talking sports here on WBHF in Cartersville. I want to welcome in all of our guests this morning, a little different uh, this morning, Alan. Uh, where we have a, a, a variety of guests on, on the show this morning. This may be the fullest I've ever seen our Zoom connection. <laughs> yeah, good morning, Jackson. Good morning, guys. How is everybody this morning? Glad to have you here as well. And good morning to all of our swim coaches. We'll just kind of go around the horn real quick. Uh, Miller Barnett of Adairsville, good morning. Good morning. Rebecca Arndt from Woodland. Good morning. Danny Fairbanks from Cass. Good morning, Coach Wilson. And Kim Rents from Cartersville. Good morning. We've got everybody on the Zoom connection and uh, ready to go. Tomorrow is the annual Bartow County Swim Championships up at the Adairsville Natatorium. And Coach Barnett, I'll start with you. It's a shared facility. Tell our listeners a little bit about how that works. Well, we kind of go around and... Um... At the beginning of every year, we kind of talk about what uh, what time everybody wants to practice and everything like that. So Daresville starts the day off since we are it is at our um, home facility. So we um, practice from three forty five to five fifteen, and then we hand it off to Cass. Very good. So uh, it's just a uh, a sharing and and rotating folks in, and everybody gets an opportunity to get their practices in and. That's been going on for quite a while, and it seems to be working well. Yes, sir. Since I've been in high school, that's how it's been. <laughs> uh, the youngster in the group this morning. Coach Art, uh, let me turn to you. Uh, I understand Woodland is the host for this year's county championships. Yeah, Yes, we're the host this year. Um, we rotate every year. Um, we're excited to host and to see what happens as the final results. Absolutely. Is is there a standard format for the schedule? How that how that meet runs? Um, so we use if it has two um, heats, the first heat will just go in and normally the second heat, the top seed will get to play music. So they get to pump up the audience and get <laughs> everybody excited. Um, and we will place medals at the end for the top three um, athletes for each event. Everybody's super excited to see how we do. I know in the past, uh, it's been an officially sanctioned event. Uh, tell our it audience is. just a little bit about what makes the difference regarding state qualifying times when it's an officially sanctioned event. Uh, so so the two officials from Georgia High School will come and um, make sure everybody um, is doing the proper strokes, um, doing the two-hand touches for their um strokes that need two hand touches touch the wall not getting off the lanes early on relays um if they make a state qualify um put a seat in for state and that will be coming up in a couple of weeks and uh we want to get to each of you here in just a few minutes to ask you a little bit about how that progress is going on coach rents at cartersville i know uh I've been to that event. Uh, my son was a swimmer, uh, very briefly, not a very good one, but he was a swimmer back in his high school days. Um, Coach Rez, tell us a little bit about uh, spectators. Is there room for spectators at such a big event? There's room. They might be crammed in a little close, but there is room. Very good. And uh, uh, we want to encourage folks. Coach Fairbanks, uh, I know 
there's a lot of folks that hear about swimming. They follow a little bit with Bartow Sports on about swimming, but maybe have never been to a swim event. What could they expect? They can expect an exciting venue. It is a lot of fun for the kids, a lot of fun for the uh, spectators. And Woodland always provides a great coach's meal for all of us. <laughs> I've known Coach Fairbanks for uh, quite a number of years, and I know that that probably is the most important aspect of the meet on Saturday. Is that yeah, right, yeah. Danny? That is absolutely correct. All right. Well, Alan, we want to go ahead and take our break just a little bit early because I want to give each of these four coaches a chance to highlight their athletes, their top athletes so far this year. So we're going to take our first time out of the morning here on Bartow Sports Zone. When we come back, we'll ask each coach to kind of give us who your state qualifiers have been already and who's close to making those marks. Proud sponsors of the Elite Athletes of the Month, Elite Stone Supply at Baker Road and US 41 north of Cartersville is your local authorized Husqvarna dealer. See Elite for help with all your landscaping needs or supplies and check out our inventory of mowers, tillers, trimmers, and blowers. Need pine straw, mulch, sand, or topsoil? How about culture or natural stone? We have tons of options and we deliver. Across from Racetrack just north of Cartersville on Facebook and at EliteStoneSupply.net. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. It's a fine Friday morning. That means we have Bartow Sports Zone from 710 to about 9 a.m. And we're glad you have joined us on this fine Friday morning. We have the swim coaches from each of the four local high schools visiting with us this morning. Miller Barnett of Adairsville, Rebecca Arndt of Woodland, Danny Fairbanks from Cass, and Kim Rents from Cartersville High School. We're talking about tomorrow's Bartow County Swim Championship. We've given you a little outline of what will be going on up there at Adairsville's Natatorium tomorrow as far as that's concerned. And now we want to kind of go around the horn here and talk to each of our coaches about their top swimmers so far this season, how their season has gone, and uh, their state qualifiers. So uh, we'll start. Ladies first, and Coach Rents, if you will kick us off here, just tell us a little bit about how the Cartersville year has gone and your top swimmers. Um, it's been a great season so far. We've got a lot of new swimmers, but they're very athletic, and they've learned very quickly. Um, we haven't had any state qualifiers yet, but we do have two girls' relays that are very close, um, the 200 medley and the 200 free. We've got uh, five swimmers that participate in those, Lane Callen, Margot Walker, Kat Conley, Margarita Miniati, and Lainey Saunders. And uh, Margarita also is very, very close to qualifying in just about every event she swims. And I expect her to do so uh, this season. And then sure. um, as far as our guys go, we have one really good standout, Trip Chitwood, and I think that he can make state. Very good. Uh, so it sounds like you got some very close to making the qualifying marks, and we hope they'll pick those up tomorrow or in the very near future. Coach Arnett at Woodland. So um, I already have one state qualifier, Grayson Moore, in the 50 free. He qualified the first meet of the season. I ha he is also trying to qualify in the 100 free, and his 200 free relay is like, 0.05 off for qualifying. So, wow. And that relay qualify is with Grayson Moore, Isaiah Merrill, Isaac Merrill, and Jack Webb. And I have two alternates who are Britton Lumpkin and Caden Keith. They all have about the same time. So it depends on the day, which one we put in. Um, and then Isaiah Merrill is also super close on the 50 free and the 100 free for qualifying for state. On um, the so girls' side, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm sorry. On the girls' side, I don't have any state qualifiers, but the two top girls are sisters that go back and forth for top awards are Natalie Gwynn and Emily Gwynn. One's a junior and one's a freshman. 
And my junior Wildcats have improved tremendously. Um, my top swimmers there are Grant Davenport, Peyton Young, and Madison Grano. So I, the junior program has exploded this year. So I'm very proud of all the newbies and how much they have improved this season. Outstanding. Coach Fairbanks at Cass. Yes, sir, Coach. Uh, we've had an exciting season. It's been a lot of fun. I've got about 45 kids out total. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I still got to teach some of them how to swim. But uh, <laughs> still a lot of fun. Our top swimmers for the boys. Uh, Brandon Santana, who does our fly, and V Lamb, who does our breaststroke. V Lamb, by, matter of fact, trying to get into Princeton, and and Brandon's trying to go to UGA, of course. Uh, but both uh, do a very good job and are very close to qualifying. Uh, when it comes down to the girls, our fastest girl is Stacia Zappoli, uh, and uh, right behind uh, her, Brittany Perez, and. Uh, um, uh, Luz Rivera, uh, our real top, not swimmer, but academic student is Alex Pacheco. And, uh, she is uh, vying for our valedictorian of our school. That's the one thing about these swimmers. It is phenomenal. The kids that you get out, they're great, great kids. And we love them all. I do want to mention Luz Rivera. Master Sergeant of our ROTC program. Love those ROTC kids. They're just fantastic. Very good. Coach Barnett of the Daresville. Yes, sir. So we have had um, two relays qualify for state. Um, our 200 medley relay consisting of Gabriel Greenway, uh, Braden Reiser, freshman Eli Burke, and senior Luke Altizer. Uh, we, our 200 free re, uh, relay qualified um also consisting of Braden riser luke altizer and gabriel greenway and that relay also included dylan barrett um gabriel and Braden both have made qualifying times in individual events uh, gabriel has qualified in the 200 free um individual event with a 154.9 and Braden riser qualified his 50 free um with the 23.4 both of those gentlemen are extremely close in qualifying in other events. Gabriel's close in the 100 butterfly, um, as well as his 50 free. Braden is also very close in his 100 free and his um, 100 breaststroke. Well, I have a looking... couple of other swimmers that are close. Um, sure. <clears throat> Andrew Harris and uh, one of our girls, Brooklyn Chansey, are also very close in some of their events. And um, I just want to point out, uh, I was really happy Coach Arndt uh, pointed out her junior program. Our middle school team has also just exploded. Um, we have a very strong girls team on our middle school side. Um, just to name a few names, Addie Bell, Campbell Brown, um, Chaselyn Reynolds, uh, just to name a few. Um, Calvin Conan is also a seventh grade boy, and he has just shown so much grit and determination he i mean he does all the high school practices i mean so we have some really strong swimmers and i'm really proud of the season we've had so far well we're looking forward to uh tomorrow's bartow county swim championship up at adairsville all four of the local schools involved uh jackson hyde i'll bring you in here uh with any question you might have for these four swimming coaches uh just I think it's awesome that uh, all four high schools are offering a swimming program now. You know, short of of state qualifying and that type of thing, if if we got time and somebody can answer, what's what's the biggest benefit? Is it is it an academic? Is it a teamwork or more of an individual uh, benefit to to these kids mentally to to move on into into their adulthood? Coach Barnett, we'll ask you to cover that one for us. Yeah, I mean, I it's all of the above. It really is. I mean, I I always say we always get the best kids. Um, the best kind of kids always come out for this sport. And um, I think it really shows um, great teamwork um, with the relays and just with everybody cheering each other on. And it's also very um, um, beneficial for uh, kids to see what they can do and um, how they can improve on themselves. It's very goal-oriented. So I think it's a great sport all around. Well, we're looking forward to uh, 
Following all of the results, we'll have all of that for you later on this weekend on BartosportZone.com. But uh, we want to invite everyone to head up to Adairsville. Um, Coach Barnett, last 20 seconds here. About what time will everything get started? Meet starts at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. sharp, folks. That'll be the Bartow County Swim Championship at the Adairsville Natatorium. Thank you to Coach Barnett, Coach Art, Coach Fairbanks, and Coach Rents for joining us on Bartow Sports Zone. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. I'm your host, Charles Wilson, along with Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios and Jackson Hyde, a member of the BSZ Benchwarmers. We're on the Zoom connection along with some coaches this morning. We want to thank Coach Miller Barnett of Adairsville, Rebecca Arndt of Woodland, Danny Fairbanks of Cass, and Kim Rents of Cartersville for joining us in that opening segment, uh, talking about the Bartow County Swim Championships coming up at the Adairsville Natatorium tomorrow morning. They'll start at about 10 a.m. and we hope you can go check that out or at least follow closely as we'll have all the results for you on BartowSportsZone.com. Uh, now we wanna turn our attention to a different kind of sport. Uh, the wrestling coaches from our community Coach D.L. Kuntz of Cass, Spencer Jones of Adairsville, and Sammy Rosario from Cartersville High School. Gentlemen, good morning and welcome to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone. Morning. Morning. Glad to have all of you here this morning. Coach Kuntz, we'll start with you this morning. Uh, I know you guys hosted the Gorilla Duels last weekend at uh, Cass High School. Tell us a little bit about that event and how things went for you. Uh, yeah, we had 12 teams come in. Uh, matter of fact, every county team was there, so it would have been a good chance to come and catch all the good county wrestling. But uh, Central Carrollton came in, who was state dual champs last year or the year before in 4A. Uh, they ended up winning it. Uh, had a tough Ola, Gordon Lee. Ola finished second, Gordon Lee third. We finished in fourth. Uh, but, you know, it was a good day of wrestling. Saw some really good competition for everybody and was able to get everyone out and home to see the Georgia game with plenty of time. <laughs> uh, and uh, hopefully there was more elation at the wrestling tournament than there was at the end of that Georgia game for most people around here. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about, because uh, um, I want to get to each of you in a moment and let you talk about your lineups, about your season and, and that kind of thing. But I do want to talk a little bit about uh, wrestling growth and uh, the maturity of the programs in our community in recent years. And Coach Kuntz, I'll start with you. I'll give all three of you an opportunity to, to comment on this. But wrestling, of course, has been around uh, at the – Cartersville and Bartow County schools for many, many years. But I would say in the last 20 years or so, there's really been a maturity in uh, the local programs. Coach Coons, your comments on that. Yeah, I just, uh, I mean, it's a blue collar community still. So you got good, hardworking families. They instill those, uh, the same, you know, thought process in their kids. And it, it comes out because wrestling's the one sport where, I mean, you literally have to go through misery before you can get good. I mean, other sports, you can be physically gifted, but in wrestling, when you think you should do something, it ends up being the wrong thing. So you have to get beat. You have to lose and go through all those heartaches. And that's, um, that's part of life. And, uh, you know, having a good blue-collar community, it, it really helps that with, with those kids. Coach Rosario, I know you're a product of uh, the local wrestling programs in that span. Tell us a little bit about your take of how the 
programs in Cartersville and Bartow County have really begun to mature over the last 15 or 20 years. Yeah, I kind of agree with Coach Coots. Um, you know, you have uh, um, good families, and I actually came from Cass and wrestled under Coach Coots, and, you know, wrestling has grown, you know, drastically in the past 10 years with um, Coach Coots and, you know, Spencer Jones at, at Adairsville now, and, you know, me at Cartersville just trying to grow and trying to recruit people off the hallways and get people into wrestling. A lot of people are getting involved now, and it's uh, it's definitely growing in Bartow County now. Coach Jones, uh, I know the program out of Daresville, you've, it's really strengthened in recent years. Oh, uh, yeah, like like both uh, coaches said, it's uh, it's a tough sport. It's, uh, uh, it, it's hard to uh, get kids out that haven't wrestled before and uh, get them to get used to the uh, process of becoming good, like, like Coach Coon said, is that you have to you have to really grind and go through uh, some tough tough work to get where you need to be as a wrestler. So uh, I feel like a lot of parents around here uh, start their kids at an early age, and for those kids that get started at an early age, it's a little easier for them to uh, get into the high school room and do what they need to do because they're used to the process. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like the sport around here has grown tremendously in the past ten to twenty years, and. Uh, I actually grew up in Calhoun, not too far from here. So um, it, it was kind of the same way around the, that area, too. Jackson, jump in here with your question. My question is is pretty simple. I guess I'll give it to Coach Koontz. He's kind of the senior of this group here. But uh, explain to the to our listeners, you have – obviously we have the uh, dual state championships coming up, and then right after that is the traditional. Can you explain to our listeners – the difference I get asked that question all the time. What's the difference between the two tournaments? Biggest thing: there's 14 weight classes. The duels is all team oriented, so team score at the end of it is going to dictate who the winner is. As to where individual or you know the tradi- what they call traditional, that's all individual based. So there's years that you may have a great team, and all 14 are solid, and you can win a, a dual state championship right but those 14 wrestlers you may take to the individual tournament and they're good but they're not you know you don't have a bunch of standouts and they may end up you know placing third or fourth in the individual tournament so the traditional is all based on individuals performance uh now you still trying to get as many points for the team score overall but duels to me is the best part of the sport as individual as wrestling is when everybody comes together because you can actually lose the match and that helps your team because you could have lost by a minor which is by seven from one to seven points that other team only gets three points where if they would have got ten that other team would have got six points but you actually kept them from getting points and the strategy involved in it is great for coaches Great answer, Coach. Uh, well, I know we ran a little long there, Alan, but we'll take our break now and be back with all three of these high school guys. If you're like most people, your home or business structure is your biggest investment, and your roof is its first line of defense. When storms or just the natural wear and tear of time create issues for your roof or gutters, call on Bartow County's only master elite roofer, All-Star Roofing. With free same-day inspections and estimates, contact All-Star Roofing at 770-655-0911 or find allstarroofs.com online. Rest easy under the stars when it's an all-star roof. Welcome back to The Zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. We're visiting with the local high school wrestling coaches, D.L. Coots of Cass, Spencer Jones from Adairsville, and Sammy Rosario of Cartersville High School. And Coach Rosario, we'll start with you. Kind of tell us a little bit about how your year has been going and uh, your lineup for this weekend's duels. Yeah, so the the season's gone well so far. We have a pretty young team, a lot of freshmen, but we also have a lot of returning wrestlers that have uh, had some success this year. We always, you know, we always try to attend high level tournaments like Macaulay, Atlanta Invite, which we've had 
we had a champ at Macaulay. We had multiple um, champs at Atlanta Invite. But some of the top guys, of course, you got Aiden Neal, Talon Nix. Aiden Neal, he's he's an aggressive, you know, attack style wrestler. He goes out there every t- every time trying to push the pace, put up points. Um, very fun kid to watch. You got Talon Nix. He's another hammer in our lineup. He's you can always depend on that kid to to score bonus points as well. Um, Let's see, Grant Adams, he's uh, one of our lower weights as well. Aggressive, fast-paced wrestler as well. Uh, he's always trying to, you know, get that opponent out of there in the in the first period. Uh, Nitra Witherspoon, she's our only girl wrestler, but she's pretty much won every tournament that she's competed in this year. Uh, most outstanding wrestler at one of her tournaments. Um, so we're looking forward to seeing her um at the state tournament this year and then we have a couple of freshman standouts too that i wanted to to kind of shout out so jair flores the kid we picked up off the uh, hallways he's a scrappy kid that's he's, he's always trying to get after it in the room uh trying to find the bigger guys to wrestle Dixon, Lindsay, and wyatt yearwood are the kind of kind of the same way they're always trying to find the best wrestlers and you know they're behind um senior and junior starters right now so they'll get their time um but that's about sure. it for me. Sure. Coach Jones, uh, run us through uh, the year of the Daresville and your top guys. And guys. Uh, yeah, we, we, we've had a pretty uh, solid year so far. Um, we, we've had two season in, in injuries to two starters that kind of hurt us when it comes to the dual uh, aspect. But um, well, we were also at Macaulay. We took uh, six guys down to Macaulay. We had three plays, so we had pretty good success there. Uh, my standouts for the, this weekend, um, Howard Bailey, uh, he was a, a state runner-up his sophomore year and ended up tearing his ACL last year. So uh, he, had, he had to take last year off. He's getting back into the swing of things this year. He's been pretty successful this year, so we're happy to have him back. Uh, Jamin Long, he's a state placer. Uh, Jacob Pasley, state placer. And our heavyweight, Jet Johnson, he's a, he's a state runner-up last year. So uh, those are the four guys that uh, – we need uh we need to count on, and we're going to need six from tomorrow if we uh, want a chance to beat Bremen. Yeah, and we've uh, mentioned that uh, Cass will be hosting their region slash area duels. Your area duels are down at Bremen, is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so the Tigers will be in action at Bremen, and the other three local schools will be at Cass High School, where D.L. Koontz is the head coach. Coach Koontz, your group. Uh, well, we lost. You know, seven bona fide studs last year, so we've had a little bit of a rocky season from what we are used to. That being said, I mean, we've done well at most tournaments. Uh, our standouts for us that we're definitely going to be counting on, Senior Angel Castaneda, who will be at 106. He was at 113 last year uh, for us. And then uh, at 113 for us will be Hunter Barrett, who was third last year in the state tournament. 20 will be state champ Lee Camp. At 126, we have freshman Luca Jensen, who is, I mean, young, but he's had a great season so far. 132, state runner-up Rowdy Duck will be there for us. 138, Ethan Harrington. Uh, 44, we got state runner-up as a freshman, A.J. Pyatt. He's back in the lineup. He was injured last year with an elbow injury, so we didn't have him at all last season. We did have a season-ending injury at 150 for us with a newcomer, David Jewell, so he won't be in the lineup, but senior Richard Martin will look to fill that spot. 157, Mason Tompkins, who is a sophomore for us and uh, placed fifth last year at the state tournament, 165. 175, Kerry Groh, who's two-time state player for us, at, was uh, third last year, fourth the year before. And then up top... Uh, we just got some first-year kids out that uh, heavyweight John Abernathy, who you see on a football field uh, next year for sure, he's a wrecking ball. He doesn't know much, and that's okay, but he's got a high motor. He'll be at heavyweight for us. And then senior Wyatt Harris, who played football, uh, that we talked into coming out as well, who is, I mean, he's a strong kid. I will definitely say that, and he is definitely aggressive. So, Well, we're looking forward to uh, all the action tomorrow. Uh, the Cass, Woodland, and Cartersville teams will be at Cass for the Region 7-5A uh, Duels Championship and then down at Bremen 
Adairsville will be included in the, I believe it's area four. Is that right, Coach Jones? Uh, five. Area five, I, I'm sorry, uh, for in class AAA. So uh, one last question. I'll toss very quickly, Coach Koontz. Are you happy with the current wrestling schedule calendar, the way the order of the timing, the region, the area, sectional states, then the duels, and then moving on to the, to the traditional? We've got about 20 seconds. For the most part, I am like, uh, I mean, I don't like three days of wrestling for the state individual tournament, but other than that, I think everything else is good. It's as soon as football season's over, ends mid-February. Other states I know go to March. That's a long time, but they also yes, start more in, in December. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Uh, we'll wish you all the best of luck. Thank, Thank you. you. Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment, but did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply, with Husqvarna mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers, we have it all. At Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway, just north of Cartersville, across from Racetrack, online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Thank you for joining us on this fine Friday morning. We want to thank all of our coach guests in the opening hour this morning. Miller Barnett of Adairsville, Rebecca Arndt of Woodland, Danny Fairbanks of Cass, and Kim Rents from Cartersville. That's all the swim coaches in our community. They have the Bartow County Swim Championships coming up tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. They'll begin the swimming up at the Adairsville Natatorium. And then we also want to thank our wrestling coaches, D.L. Koontz of Cass, Spencer Jones of Adairsville, and Sammy Rosario of Cartersville for joining us this morning. Uh, the wrestling teams will all be involved in the region or area duels in class 5A and above. It is a region tournament, so Cass, Woodland, and Cartersville will all be involved in the region tournament fuels championship at Cass High School and Adairsville will head down to area five that is in AAA and below they wrestle in areas where they combine regions and that will be Adairsville's trip tomorrow down to Bremen to participate in the area five duels championship so good luck to all of our swimmers as they try to make state qualifying times and good luck to all of our wrestlers as they compete for their school trying to win a duels championship tomorrow. So a lot of action uh, on the mats and in the pool tomorrow. And we'll have all of those folks. Uh, we want to thank all of those folks for joining us this morning on Bartow Sports Zone. Well, welcome back uh, to the first live and full edition version of Bartow Sports Zone in 2024. And uh, I want to wish everyone a happy new year and a welcome back to the zone. Uh, Alan, I want to grab you for just a second, if you will. Uh, I think he's on a on a text right now, so I'll just share this with the other guys, the the bench warmers, the well welcoming or wishing everyone a happy new year. What's the uh, proverbial statute of limitations on saying happy new year to someone, Jackson? Uh, how far into the year is it okay to say happy new year? I would say you, you could take it all the way to the end of January. I mean, it's the first month of the year. Uh, I've never really thought about that question, but that's, I would say I would say to the end of January, you're probably okay to say that. Yeah, this kind of came up in conversation this week. Alan, what do you think? Uh, what's the statute of limitations on saying Happy New Year to someone? Yeah, if somebody were to say it through the end of the month, I wouldn't mind. I think I kind of cut it off by the time I start week three, so basically the first half of the month. <laughs> David, what do you think? Uh, I'm on board with, I've never really thought about that. Um, and I don't think I ever say it, uh, other than the first day of the month. So, uh, I'll go with the two week. I'll go. Yeah, with Everybody's week. got a different uh, idea of how that works. And I, I think I, my, my thoughts on it, I, I think, you know, 
a couple of days maybe is okay, unless it's someone you haven't seen since the new year. And I, I think, uh, you know, maybe up to a couple of weeks, if you, if there's someone that you just haven't seen, I think that's probably okay. But uh, yeah, a pretty good question posed there as to what's the uh, limit on how deep into the new year can you say happy new year's? Well, anyway, let's turn our attention now to a sports topic and the, the NFL and Jackson, I'll lean on you a little bit here in this portion of the show. Uh, the NFL's top teams in each conference have clinched their first round buys. That's Baltimore in the AFC and San Francisco in the NFC. Any surprise there? Uh, not really. I guess at the beginning of the year, if you said Baltimore was going to clinch this early and get that one seed, it might have been a little bit of surprise with the Chiefs and the Bills. And Dolphins all on that side, but uh, as the season's played out, it's, it's been pretty apparent that uh, Baltimore is one of the top teams in that in that AFC. The rest of the NFL playoff picture gets decided this weekend with a lot of scenarios still out there. In the AFC, you've got Miami, Kansas City, and Cleveland who have already locked up spots along with Baltimore, and then over in the NFC, you have Dallas, Detroit, Philadelphia. And the L.A. Rams, they've secured spots in the NFC along with San Francisco. So uh, you still got uh, some teams that are out there with an opportunity. If the playoffs started today, Jacksonville, Buffalo, Indianapolis, they would be in, in the AFC, and Tampa Bay and Green Bay would be in the playoffs in the NFC. Uh, but there are still quite a number of teams, as I mentioned, uh, that have a mathematical chance. You've got Houston and Pittsburgh in the AFC. You've got Seattle, New Orleans, Minnesota. And here's the one I really want to get to after we take the commercial break. The Atlanta Falcons are still alive for an NFL playoff spot. And it's the season, Allen, that just won't die. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is typical Atlanta. It just... Man, talk about misery. I don't even, I, I'm done. <laughs> well, let's take our first time out of this segment on Bartow Sports. And when we come back, I want to talk a little more about the Atlanta Falcons and how their season just won't seem to go away. They still are mathematically alive. We'll touch on it more when we come back. Hey, football fans, this is Sean, owner of St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Are you ready for some touchdown-worthy treats during football season? Well, we've got something special just for you. Swing by St. Angelo's and enjoy our great pizza, famous wings, and local bar. Perfect for cheering on your favorite teams. And that's not all. Our famous $9.99 Pizza of the Month promotion is still going strong, giving you a delicious surprise every month. So don't miss out. Visit us at stangelos.com to find our menu and order online. Catch all the football action with St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. See you soon, and go team! Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. I'm Charles Wilson, along with Jackson Hyde and David Coleman on the Zoom Connection. Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios. We were talking about the NFL playoffs and the fact that the Atlanta Falcons still have a mathematical possibility of making the playoffs. And actually, the scenario is pretty simple. The Falcons' uh, season that just won't die which is, uh, of course, what the NFL expanded playoffs were all about. That was to keep fan interest at a higher level. The Falcons have lost six of their last nine. All of those losses were to sub-500 teams, so they're losing while playing the NFL's meekest schedule, if you will. All that aside, the Falcons can clinch the NFC South Division on Sunday if they win at New Orleans and Tampa Bay loses to Carolina. That's at Carolina. Now, that is the worst record in the NFL, the Carolina Panthers. So that would leave Atlanta, New Orleans, and Tampa Bay all at 8-9 and nine on the season, and the Falcons hold that tiebreaker based on the divisional record. So uh, here's my question that I've posed uh, in previous weeks here on Bartow Sports Zone. Why would the Falcons fans want this particular team to make the playoffs? I'll start with you, Alan. I don't know. 
just, I'm so, you know what? I, I look at how many games, especially I think it was like three in a row, that came down to a last second, allows the other team drive 70, 80 yards for a field goal to win. That's the Falcon season in a microcosm. You, you, you think, gosh, we finally, we're going to win. And we just lost. I mean, that's, I, I'm so, I'm just over it. I feel like I'm part of a, of a spousal relationship, an abusive spousal relationship, and I just, I'm, I'm tired of coming back for more. David, I know uh, there are and have been some Cinderella-type teams that do well in the playoffs. I mean, we've had wildcard teams, uh, you know, to do extremely well in the playoffs, but I just don't feel like this team is built in the way of having any playoff success. Well, I mean, it's just quarterback play. That's it. Good running game. Got some receivers. A great defense that just gets worn slap out. That's why they give up the field goals late in the game. I mean, they're, they've been on the field all game long. Um, worst quarterback play. I mean, you got to go back to the 1970s when Kim McQuilkin was playing quarterback for the Falcons to see – this level of ineptitude at the quarterback position, hey, it's unexplainable. And, and the kid, the kid's got some talent. I just holy, but geez, I don't know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> oh me, they they likely will if they were to get in, they will likely play just one playoff game against uh, one of the NFC's best teams. Uh, at, right now, that would be the Dallas Cowboys. If you make the playoffs, then your draft position drops significantly. Uh, you can't draft ahead of any of the teams that don't make the playoffs. And then if you make the playoffs, you get a first-place schedule next year, which is a, a much tougher non-divisional opponents, Jackson. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a tough situation. You've got players who obviously want to compete and want to – to make the playoffs. I'm sure there's some bonuses and things of that nature. There's some guys that want to get in the playoffs. And obviously I think coach Smith is, is probably coaching for his, his career there in Atlanta. He may need this win this week just to, to continue his career. So it's, 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 it's a quandary for the fans. It's, it's something we want to see a better draft pick and a better schedule next year. But for the the players and coaches, you know, it's, it's a game. That's what they're there to do and paid for. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it falls out. I guess, for Falcons fans that don't want them in, just root for Tampa Bay this week. Yeah, there you go. I guess uh, obviously uh, you would. Uh, the best scenario, if you don't want to be in the playoffs, is for the Falcons to win at New Orleans, and but then uh, Tampa Bay to take care of business against the Carolina Panthers. Let me ask you this, Jackson: uh, on the NFL playoff picture, are there other teams in there? We talked about Baltimore being at the top of the AFC, San Francisco being at the top of the NFC. I guess the most obvious choices for other contenders would be Kansas City and Philadelphia, who were in the Super Bowl the year before. But is there possibly somebody else that you might want to keep an eye on in each of those uh, two conferences? Well, the Chiefs is the team that's kind of surprised me this year. I know they lost a couple of skill guys that, that you can tell has affected them offensively a little bit, but uh, that's the team once they get in the playoffs with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, those guys are – they know how to win. They know how to win in, in the playoffs, obviously. So it's that's a team to keep an eye on. Uh, just getting in is really all they care about at this point, seeing what happens. You know, the Bills with Josh Allen, it's a quarterback-driven league. Anybody with a great quarterback that can kind of – you know, hit their stride at this point could could make a run. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. I don't think there's a clear favorite. I think there's a lot of quality teams that can that can win it. Yeah. So obviously the Ravens and the 49ers, they have to be the teams favored to reach the Super Bowl since they've earned the buys. But you do have Philadelphia and Kansas City. They were the Super Bowl teams a year ago. Uh David, do you see uh those teams that got buys running the table or do you think they get a real challenge from the Super Bowl teams from a year ago? Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, like you said, it's a quarterback-driven league. Um, you know, a little bit of the stuff that I've been seeing, apparently the Los Angeles Rams are a, a, a strong betting dark horse just because uh, Stafford had 
I guess, had injuries and whatnot earlier in the year. And apparently they're playing better football um, from the NFC side. That, that I don't think anybody in the NFC wants to face them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, the playoffs are definitely set. Home field advantage is huge in the NFL. I would uh, – it'd be hard to bet against those teams with in those positions. We'll be keeping an eye on it here on Bartow Sports. I know everyone out there listening will be keeping an eye on that as well. And, uh, of course, it's always an exciting time when we get down to that. We're going to talk a little bit about some uh, college and pro basketball on the other side of the news, but I'll jump over quickly uh, and we'll wrap up today's show talking about the college football playoffs and the championship game. But, Jackson, I want to come to you first on the – college football playoff semifinals from last weekend. Uh, any surprises as far as you're concerned? To, to me, the biggest surprise was was Washington. I really thought Texas was a, a better team, a, a more well-rounded team. But, uh, you know, Michael Penix proved his uh, the hype. I mean, he's lived up to the expectations since midseason that's been put on him. So, it's uh, it you know, it's fun, fun to watch, two, two good football games. Uh, Washington tried to give it away there at the end, but uh, it was fun to see. And the Michigan defense, especially up front, that front seven proved to be as as good as advertised, which has not been the case in the past for Michigan. So it was, uh, in my opinion, two entertaining games, fun to watch. And I guess it's uh, two future Big Ten teams in the states and the national championship. Yeah, two future Big Ten teams there, and. Uh, two teams that will be in the SEC next year. I'd kind of publicly stated on social media that I just couldn't pull for future SEC opponents, and it kind of turned out in that direction, Jackson. Yes, it did. And, uh, uh, like I said, two good teams. And, uh, I think it's a, it's an interesting matchup. I haven't dug into it too much yet, but uh, you know, can the Michigan defense stop Penix? I guess that's what it'll come down We'll talk about it more in the next half hour of Bartow Sports Zone. Hey, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. And just passing through on the retirement trail, Mac McKenzie. Hey, Mac, what you been up to? Oh, just getting ready to hit the road, and you guys really hooked me up at the audio and accessories department. Really? Yeah, installed a load-bearing hitch to haul the RV, a new stereo to cover road noise, and a backup camera. Now my wife doesn't have to yell at me when I'm backing up. <laughs> wow, thanks, Mac. And just remember, at Styles Auto Care, we can, can do almost anything to your vehicle except sell it. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Alan Sanders in the WBHF studios on the Zoom Connection. We've got Jackson Hyde, David Coleman, and now we're joined by Brad Stevens. Good morning, Brad. He's on well, mute. I we... I've got it. I'm sorry. It was, <laughs> yeah, I lost connection for a second. Good morning, Charles. I'm glad to be here. I um, um, I didn't get to hear the first part of the show, but I'm sure you guys knocked it out of the park. Well, we want to. We've saved the basketball portions of our discussions for you this morning. I want to start with the Atlanta Hawks. If the Ugh. we talked about the Atlanta Falcons quite a bit this morning, but uh, the Hawks, if the NBA playoffs started today, the Hawks would miss everything. They would be out of the play-in tournament. They would miss out completely. So here's what I want to ask you: disregarding whether or not this particular team makes the playoffs, does Coach Quinn Snyder and GM Landry Fields do they have the Atlanta franchise? at least trending in the right direction as far as roster is concerned for its future? Uh, well, I don't want to put Snyder at fault here. He's, he's a new face, and he's trying to learn what's going on and fields. But I, honestly, no, it's not trending in the right direction at all. I mean, we've regressed the last four years. I mean, we've gotten worse and worse as time has gone on. When you give up 122 points a game, you're not going to win a lot of ball games. I mean, that's requiring you to score 123. That's hard to do every night, uh, and you're not going to beat Boston and Milwaukee doing that. Uh, we have no defense. We don't defend the rim very well at all. I mean, you, you got Trey Young scoring 35 a game, cool, but you've got the guys on the other team scoring. Everybody's scoring 30, you know. So it, it's it, it's it's a wash. 
So they've got to get somebody to protect the rim. They've got to get some perimeter defenders out there, or they're going to continue to be in that 10th and 11th spot if they're lucky, be in the play-in tournament, and never really threaten to do anything. Uh, the Eastern Conference is really strong this year. Uh, it's, it's overtaken the, the West, if, as far as I'm concerned. It's the toughest conference. And we're not benefiting from what any of the free agency or any draft at all. We're not, we need to either tank and get a high draft pick or figure out something free agency or, you know, honestly, whitewash it all and be done with it and find something new. That's where it's at right now. Yeah, Trey, uh, Trey Young, uh, just a natural scorer. We've seen that since he came out of the college ranks. And Clint Capella is by far your best rebounder. Uh, are there any other pieces that you would like to see them hold on to? Well, you know, I mean, I love, I mean, Murray's a good player. You know, I mean, there's a, there's a number of guys on there that are good. It's just, you know, nobody plays defense. I mean, Trey Young is a liability on defense. It might as well be four on five when they go down the court on defense. I don't, that guy, I don't know. He just, I know he focuses on scoring and, and getting them and getting the ball to people to score. And I get that, but. We've got to get perimeter defenders. We got to get. I mean, I I, I, know, I like all the guys on the team. It's just I don't know what the strategy is, but they got to figure out a new one. These are professionals. They know how to play defense. They've been doing it all their lives, but they've forgotten how this year, and that's their problem. I mean, you've got the teams at the top: Boston, Milwaukee, the ones that you're going to find in the playoffs. I mean, they're not giving up 122 points a game. I mean, they're just not because they're they're defending the rim. They've got aggressive guys out there like. You know, and Giannis and, and, and all those guys, you know, they, they play on both ends of the court. And that's what the Hawks are not doing. Yeah, I hear I hear what you're saying. And to kind of put it into a nutshell, Brad, I guess this is a team that's still searching for some kind of identity. Well, there, the identity was, let's for a while, let's rally around Trey, which we did do that. But and, and that was great because he's the first superstar we've had. I, honestly, if you ask me, the first mega superstar we've had since Dominique. Um, but, you know, w w that has lost its ability to win games anymore. Uh, everybody has figured that out. We, you know, we had that run to the Eastern Conference Finals a few years ago. We beat the Sixers and all that and, and the Knicks. And it was big. But, you know, they figured out to put the clamps on him. And, you know, you don't have to do anything but just, you know, you know just do your, do your end on the offense and you're going to beat the Hawks. And that's it. I mean, just just make sure he gets the clamps because Capella can't score. Murray can a little bit, but you know, it's that's where we're at right now. Until until we get aggressive on the other end of the court, we're going to be in that tenth and eleventh spot, like I said, and never threaten. Like I have no aspirations that anything's going to happen at the end of this year. I don't see a run happening or something spark that's going to start anything new this season. Well, it's uh, been a bit of a frustrating season, and they're closing in on the midway point, so. Uh, we'll see how that plays out and keep an eye on it here on Bartow Sports Zone. As far as college basketball is concerned, uh, we did a segment on this uh, about a year ago. And Brad, you and I were talking before the commercial break. Uh, we're kind of spinning our wheels right back where we were. The state of the state of Georgia, as far as college basketball, has been really frustrating as, as well. I mean, if you want to just put a term on it, it's outside looking in. Uh, always, and, and that's where we're at again. Georgia, Georgia Tech, and everybody. And I said this off the air, and I'll say it now. I mean, if you Georgia basketball, especially. I mean, if you, if you want to put it in driving terms, if we were driving to Rome, Georgia basketball would be at Hamilton Crossing Road right now. Um, you know, that's about how far we'd be. Um, you know, we got some transfers in that look pretty good, but you know, it's you got a team full of guys from other teams. They're looking honestly. Let's be real; they're just looking to get playing time. Okay, they got no tie to the school or anything like that, and that's fine. That's the way the world works, but. Uh, you know, until we, you know, we get a, a nucleus that can stay together, we're going to be like this from now on, or just hope that we get some really good transfers and we have a flash in the pan, really good year. Um, I believe in Mike White. I think he's going to do a good job, but he's going to need some time because this program has been down for so long. It's just, it's just not on the map. And Tech's the same way. I mean, and, and Tech has no excuse. Uh, Tech should be a whole lot better than they are. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're kind of like Georgia. They just can't get it all together. Uh, I look at the top 25. There's not a single team from the state of Georgia in the top 25 or even close to it. And that's really sad because there's a lot of great talent in this state. You've seen it on the courts all over, but they all go out of state. The ones who are great, they're gone to do for North Carolina or Marquette or Kansas. They don't stay around, and that's why we can't be successful around. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll touch on some more college basketball when we come back.
Keep your property in top-notch shape this season with a new Husqvarna mower from Elite Stone Supply. With all your residential and commercial mower needs, Elite has zero-turn, riding, and walk-behind models in all price levels. Check out the robotic mowers, too. Come make your best deal today on any of our full line of Husqvarna mowers at Elite Stone Supply. Nine Baker Road, just north of Cartersville on US 41, across from Racetrack. 770-387-3007 on Facebook and online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Good morning. Glad to have you along with Barto Sports on this morning as we talk a little college hoops action. Uh, it's only early January, but ESPN's Joe Lenardi has already uh, released his bracketology choices to public view. 68 projected qualifiers heading to uh, into conference play. His uh, projections right now include nine SEC teams and five from the ACC, eight out of the Big Ten, seven from the Big 12. Just kind of giving you a quick glimpse at it. Tennessee is uh, the heavy favorite, if you will, out of the SEC. They're projected as a two seed. Kentucky, a three. Auburn, a five. Alabama, a six seed. And then you've got Texas A&M, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Florida, and South Carolina who are projected uh, as NCAA tournament qualifiers. Over in the ACC, Clemson is the big favorite. Of course, uh, they got uh, beat earlier in the week, uh, but North Carolina is in there. They're both two and three seeds projected. Duke's in there as a four seed. And then you've got Miami and Virginia who are projected in the early going. Of course, Brad was touching on UGA and Georgia Tech basketball earlier. I know that uh, Georgia uh, has uh, won quite a few games in a row as they head into conference play, but against some uh, mostly lesser competition. They've got uh, Jabri Abdur-Rahim and Noah Thomason. They've been the Bulldogs' top scorers. And then you've got Russell Chiwa and R.J. Melendez, who has been a top rebounder for the Bulldogs, the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, they uh, fell to one and one in the ACC this week under coach Damon Stoudemire. They're eight and five overall. They started the schedule with a surprise win over Duke early in December, but they lost to Florida State on Wednesday night. They've got a home game against Boston College tomorrow. Uh, of course, Miles Kelly's been their leading scorer. They've got a guard, Nathan George, who's a freshman and highly talented, and uh, the freshman center. By Dongo has been the top rebounder and shows a lot of potential as well. He's a another freshman in that lineup. Jackson, we'll jump over to you. Have you been able to keep up any with the Tech basketball program in the early going? Yeah, and you know, similar to what Brad mentioned, you know, we've got uh, you know Kelly and the two freshmen that are that are playing well, and I think Stoudemire is a, is is a capable coach to get us to where we need to be. But you know, are, are these two freshmen are they are they auditioning to, to transfer to a bigger, you know, more successful program. That, that's what has everybody nervous. Can you hold on to them? Can you keep that nucleus? And that's going to be important. And as far as the season goes, we've got to learn how to win on the road. I would won a game on the road. We're pretty good at home, but uh, struggled on the road, struggled at Florida State on Monday night. To, and uh, it was uh, it's going to be going to be fun to watch and hope we can hold on to these kids uh, and maybe make a run here in a year or two. We've talked about the other D1s in our state and how the uh, state of Georgia has struggled on the hardwoods. Georgia Southern, 1-12. and 12. Uh, They're over in the Sun Belt Conference. Georgia State, 7-6. and six. Uh, They're the 11th and 13th uh, teams as far as the coaches' selections to win the league in a 14-team league. Kennesaw State is at 9-4. and four. Uh, They have beaten those other two out of the other conference. Uh, of course, Kennesaw State in the A-Sun where Eastern Kentucky and Florida Gulf Coast are the favorites there. Uh, and then Mercer is right at 500 entering Southern Conference play. Uh, and the league, uh, the league's coaches have them picked way down the line as well. So it's still been just a, a, a rough go for the college basketball teams in the state of Georgia. And a lot of that has to do with uh, recruiting and keeping the right talent uh, from the state inside the state of Georgia. Let's take our uh, last couple of minutes here and talk about Monday night's big college football game. Uh, 
I'll turn to you first, Jackson, Michigan and Washington. You got a favorite and why? I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's setting up to be as good a game as we've saw in the two semifinals. And, uh, you know, it's it's hard to pick against Washington with their quarterback play right now, but that Michigan front seven proved their worth against Alabama. I'm going to, I'm going to pick the quarterback and go to Washington. Brad, uh, real quickly, we got about 30 seconds. I have to go with Washington as well. Love what I saw out of them against Texas. Uh, I've also loved this entire week of the silence that I've heard out here. It's been great. Uh, Washington all the way. David, we'll give you a shot at it. Washington and Michigan, that matchup. Well, I'm obviously the kiss of death pick. Um, There just seems to be some kind of uh, serendipity or whatever you might want to call it to uh, Washington's season. Um, I think – I think they're going to win the same way they've been winning every game. You don't really understand why they won, but they won. Well, it's a really good offense, uh, and they've been hard-nosed enough to take care of things defensively, especially in the clutch. I know the pass defense is not very good, but they did come up with a big play uh, in the on the final play uh, in their win over Texas. Uh, I got to say, I was very entertained with both of those semifinal games, and I believe we're in for a treat and another entertaining championship game, Michigan and Washington. I think Michigan may just have a little bit too much defense for the Huskies. That's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of Bartow Sports Zone for Jackson Hyde, David Coleman, Brad Stevens, and Alan Sanders. I'm Charles Wilson. Have a great weekend. Hi, this is Charles Wilson of BartowSportsZone.com, inviting you to join us each Friday morning from 710 to 9 a.m. for the Bartow Sports Zone radio show. We'll interview local coaches, visit with sports personalities, and discuss the hot topics in the world of sports. So join the Bartow Sports Zone team Friday mornings on WBHF and keep up with your local sports news at BartowSportsZone.com.